to positions of hopelessness and helplessness. The government gives them the drugs, builds bigger prisons, passes a three-strike law, and then wants us to sing God Bless America. No, no, no. Not God Bless America. God damn America. That's in the Bible for killing innocent people. God damn America for treating us citizens as less than human. God damn America. As long as she tries to act like she is God and she is supreme. Uh, welcome to the show, motherfuckers. Um, I am fresh out of Guantanamo Bay. My name is Jake Flores. This is probably the first time you're listening to this show. A lot of you fuckers. This is my uh, podcast, Pod Damn America. I have with me Anders Lee. Anders Lee here. And Alex Patak. I have never been to Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> um, How did it feel being uh, represented by the Occupy Wall Street Twitter account, Jake? <laughs> <laughs> did that happen? Yeah, they like quote yeah. tweeted your article and were like, not all heroes are wear capes oh, cool. <laughs> they did a basic tweet at me yeah. uh, I, I was doing impressions to my girlfriend all day of just like who uh who streets <laughs> <laughs> our streets <laughs> <laughs> oh there's fucking broken glass <laughs> i'm really bad at that part of like activism like the chants and shit and i wrote a bit about it I did a bit for a while about how like i my heart's there but i just don't like chanting and dancing and <laughs> marching and stepping. It feels very weird. You and don't then, like the pageantry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and then I did a show with this guy, uh, Gordon Baker Bone, this very funny comic in New York who's a black dude, and he had a bit that was like the other half of the bit. He was like, as a black dude, I notice white people at these shows that get uncomfortable, so we should make chants that are, you know, in more of a rhythm that they can understand. And then it was like, you know, I can't remember even the bit, but it was like doing a chant that was to the to the sound of like a fucking, you know, I don't know, what is the whitest music ever? Like a Steely Dan song is or some shit. The ska concert we're going to after this recording. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The free ska concert that we've just been alerted to. Yeah, Skank Fest, unofficial. Uh, it's actually about skanking. Um, what if everybody, instead of doing a chant at a rally, people just rolled their eyes? In unison. <laughs> That's what I want. Yeah. Very subtle, but we're mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm, this is what the show is like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a lot to get through today. I have not podcasted since I had a run-in with the federal government, uh, the Department of Homeland Security edition, that part of it specifically. Uh, so if you came to this show like from Chapo uh, or something else I did this week, and you already heard the story, just a heads up, there's just no way I cannot talk about it on my own show, so we're going to get uh, into that a little bit. Uh, maybe skip close to the end when we start talking about other stuff. But, um, I mean, it's just has got to happen. i got to tell my pals about what it was like not getting arrested. When were you were on the Spanish news covering this, <laughs> did they make you speak Spanish? Okay, yeah. So I had all these people hit me up this week, and I've done this like interview a million times, and... Um, one of them was uh, uh, New York One Noticias. Noticias. Which is, uh, Notices. Yeah, well, news. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, they, so what kind of notice are we talking about? <laughs> they notice things or they send out, you're on notice? Uh, bur burn notice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were on burn notice <laughs> in <laughs> Mexico. Burn notice talking about yeah. this issue. Noticias uh, uh, Caliente. I don't know. Um, oh. So... So oh, no. I, what Spanish word I love? Sacabuntas. Amazing. Pencil, <laughs> means pencil sharpener. Should have said that. In case you didn't. I love to say cebolla. So I don't speak Spanish very well at all. I'm third generation Mexican. My family purposely assimilated, um, you know, to protect los niños. And then that didn't understand that America was going to turn into a thing where now it's like, you don't speak Spanish. You're really, you know. Yeah, you're a horrible person. You're pretty much a horrible person, no matter what you're doing in America. Yeah. Uh, mm. So one of us. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a half Mexican, and you know that's the part of what's has to be addressed in this whole issue because I was talking about ICE and all this stuff. But uh, I did an interview on TV with a local TV network in Spanish, and so they hit me up and they were like, you know, do you speak Spanish? I told them no. 
you know, like a little bit. I can like understand a little bit, or whatever. And so we did the interview in English, and at the end, they were like, "Okay, well, let's try to, you know, like, do you like, do you want to try? You know, do you want to like do some." clips or whatever of you speaking in Spanish and I was like yeah of course I don't give a are shit are they just going to use this for the bloopers I think maybe their... I don't know I think man. these were undercover cops <laughs> <laughs> they have you say incriminating shit in Spanish yeah. they were grammar Nazis but they were the the, the ice version of I don't know they, they were weren't like... real Nazis who broke down <laughs> yeah, your door last that's weekend. what's going to happen when the left takes over you're going to get your joke your uh, door broken down for telling grammatically incorrect jokes. On yeah, yeah, it's ice, but they just enforce like your, your, and your. Yeah. <laughs> um, or if uh, you listen to the wrong podcast, <laughs> that'll be a big thing for them. Yeah. Uh, so we ran through a bunch of lines in my uh, terrible Spanish. I can actually speak like I can pronounce shit pretty well, but then like if you, I was doing like three sentences at a time, and it's like it makes my brain. Uh, just all gum up um, <laughs> but it was very funny because you like, knew what you were saying though yeah okay. like it would make sense the more they they just taught me spanish for five seconds and then i'm an idiot so i'm I forgot. just looking out for you <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so that w- if you're listening to this that would have been a- that would have aired um what is it, what is today friday night mm-hmm. i think it's viernes <laughs> I can't wait for Sabado Gigante. Remember that show? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> that show fucking ruled. And I had no idea what was going on. All right, so that, let's break it down. Was that on El okay. Segundo? No, it was on Telemundo. Later to become Univision. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to add. Um, <laughs> let's break down the main course for the, for the day, shall we? Yeah, okay, so here's what happened. Um, on... Uh, Cinco de Mayo, which was last Saturday, Sabado, Sabado. for oh. Anders. Um, uh, I don't know why for Anders. So on Saturday, Anders here to learn. I was. Doing, yeah. <laughs> this I is, just came here to speak Spanish. I've been this whole time. I've been trying to learn Spanish from Jake, and this podcast <laughs> is something else. This, this is, is like, the first time I've ever heard Jake speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I've known him for a. This is the uh, audio books that you accidentally order when you're trying to order books on tape to how to learn Spanish. It just turns into a leftist idiot. <laughs> like like a Homer Simpson, that one episode. Right. We teach them through revolution. But after the revolution, everyone will just know Spanish. It's actually racist if you don't. But but the night of Cinco de Mayo. Morning of. So I woke no, up. No, but I was saying that before that, I was out with you at our friend's engagement party. Yes. And if your morning was anything like my morning, <laughs> uh, you were in no state to speak with anyone. You were <laughs> tore the fuck up, and it was very funny. Yeah. You are like already a human cartoon, so you drunk is very fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't say. <laughs> um. I apparently missed a fight over a sweatshirt, but that's a story. For oh, a different podcast. Oh, you missed it. It was badass. Um, so I'll get to that in a minute. Well, well, here's my day, right? So I woke up. I um, I'll t- I'll tell you about it in a second. <laughs> I woke up and uh, you know, looked at the internet and you know you have a million notifications and then the news is like everything's terrible, you know. And uh, I did my morning routine, right? Which is uh, think about everything, crack a few dumb jokes online. What uh, time is it? Uh, I think I was off that day, so probably like noon to one, something like that. Peak hours. According to the New York Post, Flores cracked the joke at 2 p.m., so <laughs> that's when I, I, I cracked it or whatever, uh, but we'll get to that in a minute. But I, so it was Cinco de Mayo, and every Cinco de Mayo, um, everyone argues about cultural appropriation online, and um, I kind of think it's dumb. Uh, I don't think it's like... A, like it it's not real but i think that what's going on with like the clickbait industry is that you know it's uh profitable to generate outrage and i say that because it's mostly white people getting mad at other white people about this thing it's like um it's i fucking hate when white people get (laughs) mad at other white people for that shit (laughs) right we should be united (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah, but One not race. that. But I also hate when white people say that. I also hate that as well. Like I think it's it's playing on a certain guilt, you know. And um, a good example is that Chinese dress uh, controversy from a week or two ago. Did you guys see that? Where no, that, uh, it was a, a white. 18 year old wore like a Chinese dress to prom and then but like the it was enti- made in China I don't I don't or know it's like a traditional dress are Chinese yeah. it's like a traditional dress or something now if you wear something made in China? and then everyone 
in the world tried to get her and then she was fired from her high school i'm not sorry and then china chimed in like a week later and was like we don't understand what's happening (laughs) (laughs) uh, here we are (laughs) i remember talking to our friend michael mutual friend who was dating a taiwanese Mm -hmm. young woman and where's this story going well i remember (laughs) asking them because we were talking about this and like halloween costumes and he was like explaining to her because she's you know from taiwan and she's like he was explaining the halloween costume controversy people dressing up like pocahontas when they don't have native extraction or whatever and and i asked them like what would happen if i went to taiwan and just did yellow face and walked around and pretended to be asian and they were like i'd probably be fine people (laughs) wouldn't get mad at you well, because there's not a history of minstrel shows in true like there's all, yes all no, 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 this no, other yeah, shit going on well, well you yeah. don't know Anders but, but just taking but cultural show. appropriation <laughs> in general doesn't have to be a bad yeah i kind of take some issues with the concept of the outrage over it because i think it's generated uh by you know clicks and it's being uh misused and someone's profiting off of it and there's an extent to which like you know like you know who hates cultural appropriation Richard Spencer, he thinks yes. all the cultures should stay by themselves, and Keep you know there is like uh, this concept of cultural exchange. Right. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. all the best food comes from fusion mashups. You know, yeah. um, and <laughs> so, the best music. <laughs> yeah, girl talk is cultural. Girl talk is the best music and the best colors. Frankly, <laughs> brown we can agree is the best color. If you mix them all together, purple you get, get red and blue in a room. Oh. See what happens? That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> they don't like to be around each other, though. No, okay, so the thing is, like, whatever. I have these opinions, and it's like an endless conversation. And cultural appropriation, also, this thing that happens every year on, like, Cinco de Mayo and Day of the Dead is also an endless conversation, which is why I'm, like, a little suspicious of this whole outrage industry, because, like, if this was such a huge problem, don't you think we might have fixed it or something would have happened? It seems like you just every year everyone's like, oh, now it's the day we get mad again. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know, we're just having this like endless fucking thing about it. And I'm totally down to have the conversation. It's definitely in poor taste when some people do it. And but but in sometimes we have situations where people overcorrect and they're just like woke and they're like yelling at someone who like. You know, you don't know people's lives, you know? There's plenty of reasons you could yeah. be doing one thing or the other. It's just fucking complicated. My whole point, my whole point when I was thinking about this, though, was that, like, this is just a silly thing for everyone to be arguing over while ICE just yes. exists. This is aesthetic right. while there are material problems at hand. Yeah, it's You like were trying the, to inject praxis into the debate. Well, I was also writing a joke, <laughs> which is the other thing inject. here, which is where, like... You a joke, go. you say. <laughs> yeah, like, I was just letting my wheels spin, because I got a tour coming up, and I'm working on new material, and I was... I started thinking about all this, and then I started to get away from thinking, like, this is the truth, and towards, like, alright, let's make this funny, because I think, like... It's so interesting hearing you break down your motivations for a tweet. Because <laughs> <laughs> people really just put whatever they fucking <laughs> thought of in the last two seconds on a piece of paper and send it into the internet and that's 99% of Twitter well I wouldn't have ever thought about this again had not what happened the next day happened you know you should say the tweet though because it was really funny okay yeah. so the okay. premise of the joke having all that led into it so you understand where I'm coming from who I am as and all an this artist shit, is, as an artist <laughs> yeah is uh <laughs> Uh, is like okay so everyone's arguing about cultural appropriation meanwhile ice exists that seems kind of like outweighed uh but everyone shut up i've got a solution fixes both problems at the same time and the solution is how about white people should be allowed to culturally appropriate to the degree that they help abolish ice and help fight against ice right so for example say you're a white person and you know let's say you fucking murder an ice agent now you can wear a sombrero and no one can get mad at you right pretty cool right let's say you kill another one two ice agents now you can wear a poncho you start to build an outfit (laughs) right and on and on and on and they get the uh, the more points you rack up the more offensive things you're allowed to do the low riders (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. i've like always wanted one i know but it would feel weird right it would be if you banked enough karma Everyone would be like, that's Alex. He <laughs> fucking killed 25 ice agents. That's cool that he has that lowrider now, right? I won't say anything to him. He's murdered a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, here's the thing. Like some members of the federal government, I also didn't get 
that this was a joke, <laughs> <laughs> and I went out and did all that shit. Yeah, you're gonna be and thrown not in jail. Only, yeah, well, white privilege. I'm actually not have not yeah. been apprehended. Right. He was given a promotion at work. Yes, and <laughs> for showing uh, initiative. Right. I have been called out online though for my. Um, Folks can't see it at home, but my dreads. And, uh, <laughs> you have the least dreadable hair I have ever seen in my entire life. Uh, just your voice, too. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys want to smoke some marijuana? Uh, Irie. Uh, yeah. I'm a clod. Uh, <laughs> going in a terrible direction. Rastafari here. Anyway, so you cracked a joke on the internet. Um... That was three tweets long, which is hard to get some success with. That's almost a thread. Yeah, it was a, a regular a format. And I just threw that shit on there because, like, you know, I mean, they asked me this question at one point, like, why'd you put it on Wait, there? Wait, don't skip ahead yet. So you put the tweet up. Sure. Um, okay. Anything else likes? happened that day? I, what, remember the first like? Okay, nothing happened. A bunch of people thought it was funny. Okay. I literally, like, nobody online got back at me in any negative way. Rog have yeah. shared it. Yeah, like, people thought it was funny. It um, got on. Verified. Known possibly. terrorist, Rog of Meta. <laughs> <laughs> we're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is kind of legitimately a scary thing we're talking about. Anyway, uh, so that was Saturday. <laughs> okay, yeah. So nobody even really went like, oh, excuse me. And it's weird because I expected that to happen because there are a lot of like, um, you know, I interact with people that don't agree with my politics and stuff online. But like, it was, I think it was, I honestly, I think it was, fuck, I stand by my bit. I think it was pretty funny, you know? God bless. And it was also bit. like just so ridiculous that like who's gonna it clearly wasn't like a threat right (laughs) and that's sort of a theme of what we're gonna get into because like the only people that really raised an eyebrow weren't like this is bad they were like you're gonna get in trouble which is the fucking stupid narc panopticon society we're living in oh you're gonna get you're gonna get in trouble you know right so nothing happened i Went on with my day, went out and saw a great show. I saw Turnstile. Me and Raghav went. Um, hardcore band out of Baltimore, I think. Great fucking show. Then we went to uh, Jeremy's engagement party. I saw you in a haze for a number of <laughs> hours that cannot be recounted. You had like, pretzels and stuff just coming out of your head. Um, did I have pretzels? You handed you, you let me eat some of your pretzel when I walked in here. It was uh, great. Alyssa, did I have pretzels? Yeah, you had a big pretzel. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you enjoyed it. You just don't remember it. I fucking love pretzels. Yeah. Mm. Well, it They're happened, soft. baby. Um, so then this, <laughs> it was a weird night. I'm not even gonna get into the fucking sweater thing, but big fight broke out of her sweater. It was it was very funny. Um, so then there's I, no time. Yeah, there's <laughs> not enough time. Hung out, had a, honestly a great Saturday night. Went home, you know, four in the morning, which is last call here. <clears throat> Fell asleep on my own couch right over there, um, you know, watching a movie or something, drinking a uh, Bud Light uh, Margarita. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsor of the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it lime or strawberry? Strawberry is my favorite one. I mm, also am a big it's fan. real good. So Tastes like the weekend. I was going hard, you know? <laughs> and uh, so I fell asleep, and now I need to give a little context about what happened next, because I live in a vampire house. I live in this weird loft that has all this goth art all over the walls and, like, mannequin parts and shit, because I had this roommate who made all this shit and moved out, right? There are five mannequin heads next to us as we record. There's also... Some in gas masks. Gas masks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Got a mirror frame with The hallways look like what you would imagine... Um, the final location in True Detective, where they have all the kids, looks like. <laughs> We're also sitting over a pentagram yeah. right now. We are! Yeah. I didn't even notice that. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> That's how we summon uh, content. And we all... <laughs> <laughs> I always leave here with, like, seven tattoos. Yeah, and yeah. they disappear magically. Yeah. It's henna. I'm giving him <laughs> henna tattoos. Using henna magic, my <laughs> tattoos disappear. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... So... The other thing about this building is that, like, it's falling apart, right? Like, one of my windows fell out the other day. There's leaking pipes. There's buckets catching the leaking pipe water, all this shit, right? So there's this repair guy I call all the time, and he just shows up randomly. And if I'm here, I let him in. And so that's why the next thing that happened happened, because I have to clarify, 
you know, after this happened, I tweeted like, oh, hey, fucking Homeland Security just busted down my door. And a lot of people have since kind of scrutinized the New York Post for one. Oh, you didn't get your door busted in. You know, you were visited. And it's real journalists (laughs) over the New York Post. So the thing is, I woke up. I heard them banging on my fucking door like really loud over and over and over again. And I thought it was the fucking guy that fixes the pipes. So I got up. I've been awake for five seconds. I stumble to the door. I go to open it to see what the fuck he wants. Boom. Four Homeland Security agents. They're all holding badges. One of them goes, Homeland Security, right? Do they have, like, the Mortal Kombat hats? Like, the, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, straight blue brim hats? Everyone keeps no asking sleeves. me specifics about what they were wearing for some reason. Everyone wants to know if they were wearing the sunglasses, and they weren't. I'm just going to picture Sonya from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was just doing backflips and shit. <laughs> she pulled your spine out. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, that is who Trump would put in part in charge of ICE. Yeah. Sonya Blade <laughs> from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Not a real person. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I opened the door, and as I so what happened next? I think I've talked to some lawyers and some activist types about it, and I think what happened is since I opened the door and they put like a foot in the door legally on because they make the fucking laws they're like now they're allowed to be inside vampire rules they operate like vampires and you live in a vampire house makes perfect sense so they're more welcome than ever it's all coming together (laughs) yeah so i I brandished my cross oh my god that's why he didn't like the cross oh my god (laughs) (laughs) um so they come in and i'm really groggy and they go you know um did you say something online about ice and i go oh i fucking get what's going on here because um this happened to nick mullen like two years ago the fbi the fbi showed up and everyone thought it was over a joke because you know there's this concept of like swatting where like you report someone to like the swat team or the fbi or whatever like as a prank you know and they show up like oh shit you know oh my god it's hilarious because you misused a uh a fucking this cost a million dollars (laughs) to ruin my podcast Um, (laughs) a couple years ago someone got killed from swatting um so that's you know everyone kind of but nick's like this insanely high level troll so everyone's kind of assuming oh you pissed off another troll and that's what happened right but in his case what actually happened was you know what's funny about him is that he says all this crazy shit online and the only things he ever gets in trouble for are these really mundane like posts like and so the thing that he got in trouble for was uh his like uncle thought he was like going to join ISIS or something <laughs> because he was talking about ISIS and he knew he just was describing like the definition of the word caliphate. He knew a lot about the Middle East. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can just google what is a caliphate and just figure it out, but his uncle was like wow. something's going on here. I better report him to the FBI. Here you are on your <clears throat> podcast encouraging people to look up what caliphate <laughs> means. <laughs> yeah, you know, the first step to fighting the enemy is not knowing anything about it. <laughs> Turn the lights off and punch in the dark. Let a law into your heart. (laughs) So, yeah. uh, So I kind of immediately am like, oh, that shit's happening to me. Okay. I get it. What's going on? But it's also quite jarring to have your home, you know, invaded by the fucking Department of Homeland Security. When I asked what time this happened before, I meant like this part. Oh, this (laughs) happened at like nine in the morning. Okay. Which is, oh, some people are usually awake by then. Uh, but you've been asleep for like four and a half hours. Yeah. Try four and a half minutes. More. Four and a half minutes? <laughs> More like 5 a.m. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's a come town joke. You, who cares? Um, so, yeah, I've been awake for like a fucking minute. And, uh, and I'm off that day and I'm like, oh, you know, it's, I'm delirious. And so something that kind of happened is that I think that part of what they were trying to do was intimidate me. But... It went wrong for them on a lot of levels, like, because I'm not a normal person. So, like, on the one hand, (laughs) (laughs) they can't, I mean, like, I was so hungover and I'm having such a fucking crazy week to begin with that, like, all this bad shit happens to me. Like, I locked my bike up outside the DMV in a fucking crazy Trini, like, uh, security guard, like, stole my bike from me the other day like snapped my lock and then when i tried to get it back from him he was like 
this is my private property. And I was like, this is the DMV. This is the definition of public property. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? He goes, private property, you know, and then he started yelling Bible shit at me. And wow, I was like, damn. thou shalt not steal, motherfucker. And he was like, thou shalt not violate private property. <laughs> I was like, that's not in the Bible. <laughs> You know, so this is just my life, right? You gotta get that guy on. <laughs> yeah. He uh, has a podcast already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Patreon's should, blowing up. This should, is private property. <laughs> him and Tim Dillon have a podcast where they talk about private property. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Tim Dillon is going to the DMV. <laughs> um, so I'm kind of just used to shit like this happening. And so I think that they thought they were going to have this like flashbang, like psychological you know blitzkrieg effect and i was just like here we go again you know and also i'm a comedian and i'm pretty far into this shit and it's not going you know exactly how i planned <laughs> so like i don't really have a life for you to terrorize you like, have nothing to lose yeah like when most people are in these situations <laughs> the parts that's really traumatic is that they're, oh my god my kids are here or like you know I don't know. They're you know they're gonna blackmail me or something. Yeah. But like I have no. Where are your kids? <laughs> I don't care. That's the thing. Even I don't now, care. He doesn't even care. The FBI took them. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> you can't move me. No, I don't have any kids. I don't have any pets. You know, I don't have truth teller secrets really. Like I just don't. You can't fuck with me on a psychological level, really. What were they saying right when they like came in? So they were like, um, they start talking about the the ice post thing, and I'm just kind of like. Okay, I see what's going on. And a lot of people have sort of come at me. Like, not many. Mo honestly, like 90% of people that are interacting with me about this just have my back on it. But, you know, there are a few uh, takes on this that I don't entirely disagree with, which is that, like, you know, if if you take this really seriously, you, you probably should just lawyer up and just plead the fifth, right? But I just, like, I don't really... You did the opposite of that. I didn't... A, I was not doing anything wrong. And B, I think that if I had resisted in that way, this might have gone worse. And I say that because I've been arrested a lot in my life and fucked with by the cops a lot. And when I was a kid growing up, you know, I used to mouth off to them. And it was just this thing where we would just, you know, it was like the wire where they just fuck with those kids and they just have this relationship, you right. know. And. When I got a little bit older, I started to take things more seriously because also, you know, all this police brutality stuff started to come out and I started to change the way I interact. And I noticed that a lot of um, old white dudes have this ideology about it to where it's like you can show them the Bill of Rights and shit and like, right. you know, <laughs> which you should have in your home. Yeah. Like you should carry a constitution in your pocket and all this stuff. And uh, that doesn't really work out. Dennis Kucinich has always said <laughs> you can get out of an ice raid if you show them the constitution you carry in your pocket. So, like, I don't really think about these things in those terms at all because the only people that believe that are people that that actually works out for. Right. And so there's this this saying that kind of makes sense to me, which is th this idea that, like, the the opinion you have of the police is directly correlated with the amount of interaction you've had with the police and also, like, I think to some extent the way that you interact in these situations um, it was a lot dumber when I was a kid because I didn't realize they might fucking kill you you know mm -hmm. um, or I just didn't care or something I don't know but so survival mode for me on some level was like well I gotta kind of cooperate like I can't yeah. you know they're gonna fucking buck if I start going like, can I see a warrant, sir, or whatever. Right. Which is also something that you like. I'm not discouraging anyone from do doing that, though. You should probably ask for a warrant. Did you show them your Hank Hill tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I mean, I was, they could see it, I guess. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I I felt like there was like two. There was a decision I had to make, right? It was either to go full like that or to do what I did. And I did what I did also because it caught me off guard because I was so jarred and so fucking hungover and just like, you know, what is going on here? Can I ask, like, I feel like this would be very illuminating. Like, what was their tone when they were asking you about the tweet? Okay. So it's really funny because there's two types of cops, right? There's 
the good cop. cop. There's one. Uh, there's <laughs> there's bad cop. Uh, <laughs> there's like grunts, you know, like who are like these fucking aggro, like steroid guys who do all the you know on the ground violence and throwing you in the ground and putting you in handcuffs and shit like that. And then there's like these detectives. the kindergarten cop. Uh huh. <laughs> I've had a lot of like traffic violations with that kind of cop. <laughs> like, you yeah. saw the sign. <laughs> <laughs> You want to die tonight? <laughs> <laughs> so then there's also like nerds, right? Detectives. And this is like, I was looking at these people and I was like, oh, these people like are dorks. Like they probably watched the West Wing and got really into, you know, this idea of working in, you know, Homeland Security or whatever. They're gumshoes. The right? um, they didn't really appear like, I have no fucking idea. They didn't appear like poised to throw down but mm. they did come in with a bunch of fucking cameras and shit and were they armed were they with world star i don't <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if they were armed i don't remember like seeing a gun and freaking out or anything so i think that they weren't yeah. i don't know for sure you though. weren't also in like a particularly lucid state it sounds like yeah I and mean, i was like <laughs> i'm gonna talk my way out of this or i'm gonna not and i was also like you know, if I'm, I, they already made up their mind. Like, I'm either going to go to jail right now or I'm not. So I just kind of like was like, all right, let's do this. You know, let's talk about it. And so there's one main guy, and he's, um, you know, he's sort of talking to me while the other three like run around the apartment and um, take pictures of everything, right? And sort of like poke through all this shit. In my more mannequins back here. <laughs> <laughs> They're by the pentagram. That was the funniest thing. Pentagrams by the cross. What does that mean? I was like, <laughs> oh, they're trying to build a profile on me. And I kind of kept looking at him going, like, that's not my shit. Like, it's, it's not, this isn't part of whatever manifesto you think I was writing. <laughs> like, it's not like this weird goth, new metal, anti-ice, like, fucking, you know, there's a menorah with a hat on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's also this cross in my living room that like somebody brought home, and it used to be upside down, like all metal, like the pentagram It's big, here. by the way. If you're listening, this is a six-foot-tall cross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least. Ominously looming above you while you record your podcast. <laughs> and it's right side up because it used to be upside down. But then someone got so fucking high in here that they were like, what's more metal than an upside-down cross? Turn it upside down again or something. <laughs> right side up cross. <laughs> yeah. So it just, Fuck. Look, it just looks like we're Christians or something. It's really fucking weird. They took a picture of that and was like, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> if I'm going to go down, like at least get it right. You're you destroying know? my brand. <laughs> so, you know, then I sat down and the main guy sat across from me. Oh, and he, he was like, should we, let's, he was like, can we sit down? And I, I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> He goes, can we sit down, I guess, at this table? And I'm like, that sounds great. So we sat down at this table where we're recording this uh, podcast. Did I you boot like up the, the mics? It and still the... had the microphones up, but my <laughs> computer was in another room. And so he goes, like, are these microphones on? And I said, no. And then he believed me. And they weren't on, but, like, what if they were? You know? <laughs> was, that's when I started to get this weird feeling of, like, oh, you're not good at this? Like... I think this is kind of like... I think he'd be able to tell if they were on, though. Like, it's not hooked up to anything. It is hooked up to this input that even when it's not connected to the computer, <coughs> these lights still blink. Right. Maybe it was because if he knew the mic was on, he would have become hilarious. Right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Start, you if know... If you get this guy near a mic. <laughs> <laughs> Do what you've been working on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He has, well, like, a much more blue hit me. sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't realize we were dealing with a pussy. <laughs> it's like how he starts talking to you. That'd be great. Yeah, um, he's really into <laughs> Howard Stern and shit. <laughs> how big are your tits? <laughs> you are in serious trouble. How big are your tits? <laughs> so then we started to talk about all this shit. And he goes like, you know, so we have to ask you, like, do you believe the things that you were writing about? And I told him, like, no, it was, a, it, was a, it was a joke, you know? Like, And I think that you know it was a joke because you clearly Googled me. Like, I don't know how you found my apartment. The thing is, though, even I if... I live if, in this strange place, you know? Even if you did believe it, what crime are you falling under there? Like, the being mean to cops clause? Right. <laughs> well, you know, I think there... So this is where all this free, free speech shit comes from, in because, like, 
with this other guy that got you know thrown in jail for five months who was black so you know fucking his podcast equipment was running (laughs) (laughs) so like i mean this is just america like you know i'm not surprised it sucks but uh (laughs) i mean it doesn't take a genius to go oh cops treat black people worse than fucking everyone that's Um, the main difference well but (laughs) also what do you think of if you had not been a comedian and you had posted that. I'm arguably not a comedian right now. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm well, not working you, anywhere, you really. You to hide behind the it was a <laughs> joke defense, where some of the stuff he posted was more like, you know, I you, a little harder to tell if it was ironic or not when he was supporting. I not don't, that he should or shouldn't support. Okay, uh, that's a really good point. Yeah. And you're right that it doesn't make any sense but i was also trying to get out of this not arrested so yes i started as am i i started for this for the listener (laughs) doesn't even care about the revolution uh, (laughs) right we're apathetic um neutral parties to this part of what was going on in my head in terms of survival was appealing to this guy's white guy mentality about shit i'm serious that's why i was like i'm a comedian that's a job and you know a job when steely means dan tweets a song <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so i started explaining this shit kind of in terms where he was going like oh that's a good point and it was weird cause i was like what do you mean it's a good point then what the fuck are you doing here so i told him you know i'm a joke uh i, I you know i'm a comedian I, my, my job to make jokes and a joke is a work of fiction if I had written a fucking novel about this, would you be here right now? And he started to go like, yeah, you know, I could kind of see what you like. Yeah, that makes sense. So did these guys directly work for ICE? Like, who did they work for? Department of Homeland Security. Which ICE is under the umbrella of, right? I, yeah, right? Yeah. I don't know. I, I think they're like a subdivision. Yeah, from what I know, DHS started after 9-11. It just sounds like DHS ICE used to be out. Out. ICE used to be called something else. Um Water. It, it, it <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it was <I'm> so mad. <laughs> it changed uh God, I can't remember when. I'll look it up. But um it, it changed for a specifically political reason. It had to do with a lot of this like, you know, immigration resentment. Right. It just sounds like it, this guy doesn't know anything about the program. So that is also really interesting because and I'll I I won't ever really know what the answer to this is, but a lot of people I say a lot of people, like two people, but I think this is a good point. More than one. (laughs) Have reached out to me and said, you shouldn't have said anything to him because they play dumb in order to keep you talking, right? And that is a pretty good point because I'm... Now that you've said that, that does seem almost definitely like what happened. I can't stop talking. I'm a fucking comedian. (laughs) And I was hung over and he busted into my house and I was like, all right, well, I'll just use words to get myself out of this. Find out all your high level secrets. (laughs) But that's the the other thing was (laughs) like. Emphasis on the high, right? (laughs) What if they learn about the shows at Alamo Draft House in the (laughs) 2000s? Right. (laughs) That's the other thing is that there's like, if I was like, oh my God, you know, my entire fucking uh, dreamer family is in the room next to me, like, (laughs) it would have been a different situation, but I'm in this fucking shithole in Bushwick with like, I don't, you know, just weird drifters living here and shit you know like, well, i don't give a fuck well, i don't got nothing to lose here you know so you know i did notice at one point he asked me a question that i caught because i have thought about these things you know i've read about this and there's like there's shit that was still scanning through my head where he said well okay so do you like is anyone is anyone you know actually like affected by ice? And mm-hmm. he baited me into going like, um, you know, well, actually, sir, my mother is. But I went, no, let's just say no, like at all, because like if the, you know, why would I say yes? Like why would which I? Which is say- no, which is the honest, true answer. Uh yeah, yes. into these microphones, no, no one I know has ever yes. been affected by it. Yeah, <laughs> if if the, anything, they make your life better. The DHS fucking listening. No, no, I mean the thing is, the, the thing is, these problems affect people that like everyone knows. Like it's yeah. a widespread thing. Um, but you know, if they come fucking looking for you, you have to say no because otherwise, now that they, you know, they're gonna keep poking around and try to find the fucking people, right? Um, so. Th- that is the only part of this that I kind of like think, oh, okay, if I could do this over again, I might do differently is just 
Maybe I might not speak at all, right? But I just did what I did, and it happened. Um, and but you're also, not in jail, so clearly something was... Yet, or who knows what the fuck, but probably not. Um, I don't know. Late I don't... night noticias. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's another reason I've been talking to so many people about this and raising the profile on it is because if they do come fucking black bag me, like, well, there's a lot of people that are going to know where I yeah. was, you know? Then I was going to be like, oh, he had a one-nighter in Boston. <laughs> Never came back, you know? So Did the grizzly bear. <laughs> oh, once you go there, <laughs> you might as well get detained. Yeah. Um, Black bag my wife, please. <laughs> they actually have an open mic that is a, an ice detainment facility. They bring, <laughs> they have a sharing agreement. You know, statistically, thing. someone in there is like, all right, I got an idea for a themed show. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, Abu Ghraib themed. <laughs> you have to stand on top of this box. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, you know, they start asking me these things. They start going, you know, well, uh, they start saying, like, uh, you have 10,000 followers. You know, don't you think this could be insightful? Like, what if the wrong person hears it and takes it literally? And, I, you know, I'm saying, like, well, th- you, I know that you know this is a joke. <laughs> I know that you know I'm a comedian. And,. This is kind of like just a fallacious argument. If you really thought this is true, you'd be kicking down Alex Jones's door. You'd be fucking with Roseanne Barr. You're not. And he goes like, yeah, that's a good point. Like, again, and I I can't tell if they're playing 4D chess, you know, if they're like trained to draw this information out of you that way, or if they're idiots. Because really, honestly, they seemed like they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Right. And you falling for their trap. Right. It's like, they're I don't fucking gum shoes, dog. I really don't know. Like, like, I'll like never know. gum all around the house for them to pick up later. <laughs> With they their shoes. Happen, you arrest right? your friend. <laughs> um, what, what if they like tap? What if this episode like got lost or something, but you found out they wiretapped the fucking place and you're like, can I actually get that? Yeah. Audio? Can I, can you run this filter on it to keep <laughs> Carlos from laughing too loud? <laughs> Carlos, has Carlos been laughing into your, uh, uh bug there's, there's microphone? Just, there's like some, some fucking Homeland Security agent who's like outside in a van like, he's oh. got his hands over his ears oh god oh Jesus Christ what is wrong with this guy uh, <laughs> just run a leveler app it's not hard <laughs> yeah <coughs> so um you know we sort of get into this conversation and I'm like you know like I just don't buy this like this is an intimidation tactic like you no one else gets treated like this Com- comedians it's it's so subjective what's a joke and what's hate speech but it's like i've been thinking about jeff dunham a lot he's got that like dead terrorist puppet yeah which is like because he's a veteran insightful of violence on some level if you're gonna apply the same rules to it but it's a joke you know mm. and he's the most successful comedian like of all time or something yeah um and i mean that's a dead terrorist ice is a fucking terrorist organization same joke different puppet you know mm-hmm. um you know, this is just... If only you had, like, Jeff's raw talent <laughs> and charisma. And good looks. You'd be out of here. God, I wish I was hot like Jeff Dunham. <laughs> I'd say pee on his puppet, but I think that's a war crime. I like his old man puppet. He tells it how it is. <laughs> that's also why he's the most popular fucking comedian in the world, because... He has range, right? Country is just full of people that are like, yeah, tell it like it is, old man puppet. <laughs> Get it, Jeff's other hand. <laughs> Wait, so that's like pretty much the story, right? No, so it goes on a little bit. So after the, uh, you know, we kind of get through the the free speech shit. Um, you know, we just start talking about ICE, and he asks me at the end of it. He goes like, "Do you have any questions?" And I'm like, "What do you like? Is this like a job interview? What do you mean?" <laughs> You know, so I will, if like, you want to work for ice, you have to ask a question there, <laughs> <laughs> and then they come back and get you later. So I go, well, like, yeah, of course, you know. And so I start talking to him about uh, the ice thing. And I go, you know, this is all here because I I did express an opinion through a joke, which I think this thing is bad, you know. Oh, and he started asking. He was like, do you like? Are you do, are you a direct action person? Do you believe in like you know this fucking street war or whatever? And like, whatever, like uh, to him specifically i you know i'm like no like Mm -hmm. no i'm not gonna tell you that i believe in anything uh but like i'm also trying to appeal to his dorky fucking wonky mind you know so i'm like and this isn't entirely untrue but i was like yeah i mean look i 
I'm involved in like organizing and stuff on like a democratic level. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I actually think. Did he pull out like your antifa mask and uh, <laughs> iron cuffs? <laughs> uh, he just went like, okay, cool. Like he just he seemed confused, but he also seemed like he was trying to draw information out of yeah. me. You know? So I started describing shit in like a vague way, and he didn't really understand. But I kind of don't believe he didn't understand, and. So, but they seemed like he seemed like he was like okay, you know, maybe we just needed to check and make sure this wasn't like the Unabomber or some shit. Um, I don't, I don't know. Unabomber, pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> if you give him the floor for long enough. So then he goes, "What, what do you, you know, what do you uh, want to ask me?" And so I asked him like, what he really believes is the good work that ICE does because. I have all these conversations with cops, you know, when I'm out bartending and shit like that, and I have to work, and there's fucking NYPD guys coming in, I have to have this conversation, I meet them halfway, their argument makes sense, like, I believe that they believe it, but I don't think it's real, I don't think it's true, and the argument they put out is that, like, the police do good work, but they get, you know, the, the media smears them by using an outlier of only these bad incidents, right? That's not true, but on some level... <laughs> The side of a cop's car says, like, to serve and protect, and then we see them killing somebody. We go, okay, they had a mission statement that was on some level cool, and then everything went fucking haywire, right? That's kind of the what a lot of people believe about the police. But I told him, like, okay, but I don't think this applies to ICE, like, really, because, you know, you're he's telling me, like, oh, they have a million interactions a day, and you only hear about the bad ones, right? But... You know, I was like, well, I, I don't think like their stated mission is good. Right. You miss all the all families those, they yeah, bring together. Right. <laughs> all those happy people don't have to be with their families. They wanted it to. Oh, happen. it's all these fucking like Al Bundy dads that are just like, cry, you know, crocodile tears, but inside they're like, hey, thanks, man. Yeah. You ever meet someone whose like house is too big and they're like, there's so much clutter around, and then they're thrown into like a cage out by the precinct, and it just feels like everything's neat for once, you know? Yeah, man. The sexual assaults are like really handy <laughs> to have around. Yeah, and so I sort of pose that to these him. people. This is terrifying. Yeah, and so I pose that to him, and I go, so what do you like in? defend ice to me like what is the good work that you think they do that's being distracted from if this is your argument and he goes like well they're um you know they're they uh prevent a lot of sexual uh, uh, uh sex trafficking and human trafficking right and it suddenly hit me as he was talking to me i go that's i fucking know this argument it's the same bullshit they used to sell sesta fosta which is i talk about that all the time on this show right and then he's like what's sesta fosta and i'm like Ah, you know, so I start explaining it to him, but then halfway through explaining it to him, I'm like, Sesta Foster, is that an illegal immigrant? Why don't, yeah, is that, is that somebody taking a siesta? <laughs> <laughs> Where is he? Let me get him, you know. Uh, but I start explaining it to him, and then I'm like, wait, why am I explaining this to the fucking Department of Homeland Security, <laughs> you know? And I'm a fucking pizza guy, you know? Um, so then shortly after that, they left, right? And they started, like, told me oh good luck on your tour and we'll be watching you and we might come follow up with you and you know they don't do the thing where they point at their eyes and then they point at your eyes god i wish they did all the movie shit they were Fuck. just fucking nerds dude fucking nothing there <laughs> um but i don't know i th- my takeaway from this is that i cannot tell whether like they were playing dumb to draw information out of me or they were dumb because they seemed really dumb well they'd be dumb to be drawing information out of you because you have no information <laughs> on yeah. anything i just talked about want. the fifth game of thrones book for like a long time if you have any information you tell it into a microphone <laughs> every week <laughs> right. any chance you get right. Alyssa and i i was walking over here with my fiance to go record this and she's never seen jake's apartment before which is an abandoned factory building <laughs> and i was like you know these people from the Department of Homeland Security like saw this building and were like, yeah, we got the right place. <laughs> it's fucking vampire house. <laughs> the walls are falling apart and there's uh, children running around. Yeah, but then they get in here and it's the saddest podcast studio in the world. <laughs> the guy who's too desperate to talk to them because he's so lonely. You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. So that's kind of the story. Um, 
there's like a lot going on. I, I think it's really funny that it happened to me and not like a right wing libertarian free speech dork comedian because those are the guys that always imagine like the feds yeah. are gonna bust they your have door the plan. and they're there they're to prevent you from saying your truths, but your truths are just like we shouldn't have to pay taxes and <laughs> I'm a white guy I should be allowed to say the n word and shit. It's like you are. Have you yeah. ever looked into the Fed? <laughs> yeah. Where does uh, it come from? What's the pyramid mean? Yeah, so free speech is really funny to me because free speech gets, you know, branded as a right-wing thing a lot of the time. But, like, it's only a right-wing thing because they're fixated on it because they have this fantasy of it, like... The free speech is the right of every American to say slurs. <laughs> and that's given to us in the Constitution. <laughs> um, I mean, you really can. Like, up until, I guess, this level or whatever. I didn't say a slur, but, you know, like... Yeah. Most people don't On get the podcast. Right. You, well, you didn't say <laughs> This is where the slippery slope is. It's not on, like, uh, when trans get bathrooms. Yeah, everyone gets... It's, it's shit that's dissenting against the government and dissenting against that's it. power structures. Right. And that's why I do think that leftists should oppose free speech laws, or, or laws that um, prohibit free speech, not because I believe in this, like, liberal idea of, like, uh, an equal platform for everybody like clearly that doesn't exist but the state always uses it um to repress the left let me ask anders who i feel like is the real star of the story how are you feeling <laughs> hearing jake is being uh hunted down like a dog by the government what were your feelings sunday morning turn on your feed seeing your friend has been trapped like a rat in his own hole uh i well i send him a the how you doing buddy Good little. What are you afraid they're gonna like, find? You know, what am I afraid they're gonna find? I, any of uh, the podcast episodes where I have a riff that doesn't quite, you know? <laughs> oh wow! Is that they're gonna be the few and far between? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good luck to them. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're gonna have to the, to get a fine tooth comb. My first thought. My... Yeah, my first thought upon hearing that you had to explain the DSA and Sesta Fosta to them is that uh, there's a much looser uh, 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 net of surveillance than I originally thought, and that somebody's going to look at my Facebook profile and see that I've befriended 1,200 people from Pakistan as a joke, and then I will be on a CIA list like I thought I was already. Uh, I did a show for an eccentric billionaire at a pizza store where he was the only one there two years ago, and he recorded my set on his phone, and he put it online. And every day since then, I've been requested by 10 new Pakistanis. <laughs> and I accepted the first 1,000 to 1,200 of them because I thought it was so funny until I started running out of space. And one time I logged on to Facebook, and I saw a family slaughter a goat on Facebook Live. Holy shit, that rules. They weren't Pakistani, though, right? They were... They were saying there's like some overlap into like apartment. other countries in the area, but it's mostly packed. A lot of like the Indian army is uh, the ultimate war criminal links that I'm tagged in. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm co-signing them. So that it brings up another interesting point, which is that, um, I'll, so they didn't take down these posts. Right. Right. And I just want them to know if they're listening that I, I don't know those people. <laughs> <laughs> I, if, I kind of thought at first, like, oh, somebody who doesn't like me fucking narked on me and they did that that swatting shit. But I, the more I think about it, you know, whenever someone reports a post that you have, it gets taken down and then your your account gets, like, flagged or whatever, right? You get Marsha Belskied. Uh-huh, you get Belskied. She's getting some, some fucking shitty dude is the person that's, like, reporting everything she puts up, right? It's, it could be, like, one person. Right. Um... Or it's Anders. <laughs> <laughs> Anders, you hmm, need to have a talk. You hate women. Uh, <laughs> and that's the podcast. Okay, so <laughs> um, because it didn't get flagged on either platform, I kind of think it might have come from the top, like all the way at the top. Like they might just have Trump. a fucking like no like algorithm just from, for like a, it, it, ice murder. Yeah, like a okay. Google alert or something, which is weird because they responded within 24 hours. So like. If we're to understand that to be true, Department of Homeland Security is just it's just a fucking bunch of guys running out and knocking down doors over like Facebook arguments yeah, and shit. It's willy nilly. Like so many people say so many horrible shit, so much horrible shit online all the time. There's no reasoning or way to parse it out. You know, I feel like they must be expecting more pushback on ICE than they're getting. Maybe. 
is, and that's part well, of why this is a, a precautionary measure. It's also this massive bureaucracy. Like I remember a few years ago, there was a kid, like an eight-year-old boy, in St. Paul, Minnesota, who was on the do not fly list, and he was white. He looked like like blonde hair, blue eyes, Minnesota white. Perfect and he, boy. they just like he just wound up on the list, and they didn't know why, <laughs> and, but he couldn't that fly audio. anywhere, just because of some fucking you know typo or something. Well, he it's... probably said the n word on Xbox Live. <laughs> I don't know if you've been on there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Children yeah. are terrible. Um, yeah. So the bureaucracy thing though is kind of interesting because like I also got this feeling while this was happening that like you know these people like work for Trump and. I have no idea who they are, but they're professional type dorks, and I'm not really certain if I were to, to guess whether I would think that they maybe voted for him or not. Um, but I, so it kind of seems like they're, you know, sometimes the reason cops are so aggravated, I think, is because, like, they're the tools, right? They're just the implements of the law. And the law is bad, and everyone's mad at the law. And they're like, like, no, it's my job. I have to defend my job. You know, but, uh, like, we also can't, like, it's weird to expect them to understand the law. So that's why it doesn't make sense as a job on some level or whatever. Right. That's interesting how there's a principle of ignorance of the laws, not immunity from the law. Uh, that's applied to someone getting arrested, but there's but no not inverse to the of that. fucking cop. Yeah. yeah. So the, and the reason I bring that up is because like I was looking at these guys and I was like, is this just like some Coen Brothers fucking nightmare life you have, where you have to go track down comedians and shit because we don't have like the background checks on the guns and shit. So like their that their course of action is just shooting in the fucking dark, like going around <laughs> fucking with people like me who they think might be the next like whatever. Right, know? without background checks, we won't know if all these people buying guns are also comedians. <laughs> <laughs> um well, you know, I mean the best place to hide from any notoriety is probably in the world of stand up comedy. Hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> folks, tour dates coming up. <laughs> I think that should wrap it up for this one, though. Yeah, we're at about an hour. Um, um, I mean, anything else you guys want to get into? Not really. I looked up some more stuff about ice, but I'd rather have like a guest who knows things on. Yeah, we should do that. <laughs> I think that would make more sense Melt than it. me pretending. <gasps> Melt I'm ice. Melt ice. Okay, let me know if that pans out. Yeah, we'll make a fucking uh, <laughs> a, a poster and we'll show up to do <laughs> something with. It. Jake, do you have anything to plug? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> um, the fucking tour. Besides you as a hero. Yeah. <laughs> of the twenty first century. <laughs> free speech warrior, Jake Flores. <laughs> I'll be traveling the world doing my free speech sessions. Um, no antifa allowed. By the way, in <laughs> antifa my... thugs stay home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I will be uh, going on tour as uh, as I've probably beat to death doing all these interviews. I'm going on tour in a week, so as this comes out, it'll be like in a week uh, with my pal Mishka Shubali. We're going to West Virginia. I'm going to Pittsburgh, Chicago, Detroit, Oakville, Illinois, uh, Kansas City, and I'll be doing a whole week in Denver. Um, house shows, bar shows, all sort of shit. It's all in my pinned tweet. So go to my Twitter, at Feral Jokes. Hit me up. A lot of them, you need an invite, just DM me or whatever, or look up the show on, on Facebook, and there'll be, like, information on a Facebook page. Um, that's it. You. It's good to be a fucking free man. Um, you're a lone wolf, <laughs> and you're free. <laughs> Anders, do you have any plugs? Do you want to plug Jake's tour? Uh, go to Jake's tour, unless you are in New York, in which case you can go to... Uh, my show, Dummy, on the 19th, next Saturday. It's really good. That's right. And it uh, this one is going to is gonna have some special guests. It's going to be kind of a fun. I'm going to be doing the whole show, but I also have some buddies. Buddy Alex Collier in town from Chicago. Very funny. Ruby McAllister. Alexander Payne. Got some musicians playing. It's going to be a lot of fun. The music in in the West Village. Find it on Facebook. Dummy at the Music Inn with special guests. Go watch Dummy. It's really good. 
Um, I'm going to do a good job at plugs for once because people are listening. Um, <laughs> if you've enjoyed this discussion and wish it had a hundred percent more Goku, uh, <laughs> you might also enjoy my podcast where we trap people in a room, make them watch Dragon Ball Super and then ask them how they feel about it. We've had Jake on. It's called Ballin' Out Super. I also have a weekly show every Sunday at Sing Sing on Avenue A and Fifth. It's called Bad News. It's a comedy show. I dress up like a newsman and we have stand up comedy this week we have mike kaplan and uh follow me on twitter at patak jokes where i'm trying so hard to be better at it <laughs> and those yeah. are my fucking plugs oh i have one more plug uh i just got a recent write-up related to all this in the new york post which is uh Ooh. probably the achievement of my life <laughs> conservative uh wacko fucking scat man uh wordplay newspaper the new york post did a story and they did nothing with the title they just copy pasted the entire other story they the threw it away and then they had such an opportunity to riff new york post style puns on what happened to me and they just it sucks they just fucked it up what was jp's again uh jp's was jake ass as opposed to jackass uh <laughs> comedian cracks ice ends up all wet all right. <laughs> um Woo! god so if you got any uh those just tweet them at me because pretty much all i'm gonna be doing once i get all this fucking work done is uh coming up with new york post titles about how i'm a, a jackass or a bozo um yeah you're that. an angel in my eyes <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh oh also fuck you know like subscribe all that shit uh review um i think we might actually get a boost from this because of like chapo and shit so do me a favor you know if you're down with the shit that we're doing go to our patreon page patreon.com slash pod america if you really subscribe good. if we get enough like cash coming in, i mean we're gonna do it anyway but like you know, I think this might be an opportunity for us to be able to do a lot more shit. We're going to get, like, a lot more bonus episodes out and just bonus content. We're going to try to build, like, kind of a base for this. Because right now, we're making money, and I really appreciate everyone who's put- putting stuff in. But, you know, it's just kind of like paying for the equipment and shit we need. Um, but I uh, I want to do this, man. I want to make this a uh, fucking thing. So please uh, support us if you can. If not, just keep listening. I mean, it's a fucking mostly free show, you know. Um, that's it. We good? All right. She crushed out. All right. Let's play uh, out to Garth Brooks. <laughs> and um, good good night, Agent, whatever your name was. That'll always be the part that haunts me. Never got his name. Just remember those steely blue eyes. They're listening is what I'm saying. Good night, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> All right. <laughs>